Welcome to Connected, a podcast about the operations and the people that make up Chamberlain Group. Nearly every digital device or service that we interact with yields data. And when laid out in a platform used hundreds of times by millions of people, you end up with a lot of data. So much data that if you don't know what you're looking for, it can look like chaos. That's where advanced analytics comes in. The ability to not just understand large sets of data, but to extract meaning from them and help a business make better decisions. In today's market, data isn't just information. It's a strategic asset. And at Chamberlain Group, we've built a team of experts for that exact purpose. I'm Jessica Trail. I'm a uh, principal data scientist here at Chamberlain Group, and I manage the data science team. My name is Ravi Hota, so I'm working as a data engineering manager with Chamberlain Group. I'm leading the data engineering group here. I'm Mike Baker. I lead the advanced analytics team here at Chamberlain Group. Tell me a little bit about what your department does for the business. So the overall data and analytics organization covers everything from data management and governance, mm -hmm. which is, is really critical because we've got to have a, a very strong foundation of data that we are confident in, that we have the right quality and standards around. Mm -hmm. It includes data engineering, uh, which is led by Ravi. It includes data architecture so that we have the right platform and systems. It includes data science uh, led by Jessica, and it includes uh, data visualization and enterprise reporting as well. Okay. So it's really that end-to-end um, helping the organization understand and get insights from data mm -hmm. to enable better decisions and actions you know, that are, that are data-informed. Right, let's talk a little bit more about that, though, because I want to know about how your department operates, how you collaborate on a project. Yeah, so we um, we work to really understand like what is the strategy from that function. You know, what are their what are their biggest priorities? And so we have um, you know regular engagements you know with uh, with the business units and functions to understand you know what is uh, what are their highest priorities essentially. And then from that you know where can we help them with uh, either data visualizations or data science models or access to data. And part of that also goes to uh, not just access to data and trust in that data, but also helping to build uh, talent and skills across the overall organization. So on the engineering side of things, right, so the first principles of engineering is, you know, robustness, scalability, execution, pragmatism, things like that, right? So, and we approach data engineering in the same way. So we are basically kind of, you know, connection of advanced analytics with everything else in the organization. So we bring in all the data, uh, we curate that, we transform that, and, and we present, you know, we make it in a form so that analytics can happen on that. So that makes data engineering really a face in, in terms of a, you know, a connection with outside world, all the data that's there across the organization. Right? One part is just to be able to connect to different departments across the organization, get the data from them. And then second part of it is even working with uh, data science team to productionalize their model and to just make sure that those things are running in production and we are able to get the insight uh, that we want to at the right time. I would, you know, give an anal analogy of like a telescope. So it helps the observer to kind of look to look into different celestial objects like, you know, star, moon, planets, whatever, mm -hmm. in better light. 
Yeah, really well said. And uh, I like that analogy too. Like if you don't have a telescope with certain coordinates, you don't know what to do with it. Um, so as Mike was saying, something that we do is work very closely with our stakeholders to try and understand what they're trying to achieve from a business point of view. Mm -hmm. And that could be anything from a specific business question that they have um, to one of their objectives or key results that they're trying to work towards. And we're going to translate that into something that we can help solve or support with some sort of statistical or machine learning model. Mm -hmm. And so what that will entail typically is getting a really thorough understanding of the data. And we really try and figure out how do we tell a story and communicate those insights to the stakeholders so that they can understand the patterns that we find in the data mm -hmm. and decide what are the actions they wanna take next from a business standpoint. Back in 2020, when uh, nobody really knew what was going to happen with the economy and, and what our demand was going to look like, mm -hmm. um, we developed um, a new demand forecast for our residential and commercial operators just to give the business an additional view mm -hmm. to how COVID or other economic changes might affect our demand. Um, we've also developed a model that helps us better understand how many new MyQ connections we'll get from our Wi-Fi enabled products. So that's the garage door openers, the smart garage controls, the cameras, the locks. And given what we've sold recently and what we think we're going to sell in the future, how many of those products are going to connect to MyQ and what as a business can we do to drive additional connections or retain those customers? I think that increasingly in addition to helping the organization to make better decisions intern internally. You know, we're embedding advanced advanced models and the data engineering and architecture behind them into the products themselves. And so uh, an example of that is, is really working particularly with facilities like uh, distribution centers and warehouses to help them understand how their facilities are operating, uh, providing reporting and visualizations about how the docks at their facilities are being utilized, but then increasingly being able to help to optimize how those facilities are, are operating. And that's very exciting um, you know, for us to have an even more direct impact on our customers. I know that the upcoming work with understanding the bigger environment of a dock is, uh, is a really hot topic right now, and the work we're doing is very exciting. I also heard that like it's especially exciting because with a lot of loading docks, I mean, there's like some Stone Age technology still out there, you know, working on some of these, and so we're really catapulting a lot of this into the future. Do you want to talk about the, the dock management that's already released, uh, Ravi, because you were involved in that a lot? So. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So we, uh, as an uh, engineering team and advanced analytics, we worked on uh, dock management uh, as a project. So we have all these different devices that are you know installed already uh, on different docks across the country, right? And then we are getting getting the IoT data from that. So so the idea behind that was you know how to use the data uh, that we are already getting more than just understanding and and just working towards better operation more than that you know uh, helping out the facility owner 
to uh, be more efficient right so so it started probably uh, from from the point of view that you know we'll be able to control the dock better and operationally it will be better and things like that but slowly it evolved into into a business which was uh, basically helping out the facility owner to you know efficiently uh, work on through their docks right so you're really looking into different metrics that would define what what does an efficient dock execution look like mm-hmm. and how does that kind of impact the facility owner and, and in turn the business themselves so they are not only getting very good hardware that lasts years in execution but also they are using our services to make more efficient use of those docks in their business itself so do you know off the top of your head what sort of efficiency increase came out of that yeah so so one thing that we uh, talked about at that point in time was uh something like door unnecessary open time right uh so in facilities which are in colder areas in winter uh, you know in places like that uh so the execution is very not good mm-hmm. uh there so uh they keep the docks open you know there are number of trailers coming in that, then that even then the dock is still open mm-hmm. uh what we wanted to see was what amount of time are the docks unnecessary open right mm-hmm. and where we were getting with that was uh you know if door is unnecessary opened mm-hmm. um then there is like huge amount of investment that need needs on the electricity and things like that mm-hmm. right so it was an indirect kind of um, uh impact on their revenue uh with that relates to the execution of how they are working with our docks right so so that was kind of you know finding out what value can we provide to the customer um uh, with with the data that we already have on our platform when you show that kind of information to somebody who manages the dock and they're like you know you could be saving like this much money on your heating bill if you if you close the docks during this time like right. is it just like a oh my god i'm spending this much money and i could yeah. be saving this much yeah and uh, and that is how it is there with most of the business right like you know you do not know what uh, you're not doing so i think that is where uh you know our product team is kind of working on to come up with new products there i think the the other one that i would would kind of highlight as well in terms of an area of focus is as we've built out our connected installed base uh to to millions of of connected customers and and think about transforming to access solutions really providing a fantastic customer experience for them oftentimes that means through our app and so understanding how people are engaging in the app what what features in the app are most effective to ultimately providing those customers with a higher level of value mm-hmm. uh, whether that is through you know our our work with automotive um our work with you know video services our work with uh delivery or other parts of the business um those are all critical ways of of getting insights that can help to more quickly and more effectively transform access solutions yeah and and going back to what i had briefly mentioned earlier it it sounds like all the big players in companies similar to us really have seen the value in data science like this especially with app development and tracking usage like that. It, I'm sure that any company worth their weight is probably utilizing data science in a similar way. Yeah, I think that's true, but um I mean, I think other companies have seen the value uh in data science and and in data. I I think that Chamberlain is in a unique position given the strong foundation that we have uh with our hardware business 
and then really being able to provide incremental value in terms of new services and capabilities on top of that, I think puts us in a, in a unique position where we are not just an app. You know, we're really an app on top of this very strong uh, foundation of a business, you know, that we can, can really build on. More things to measure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. So every, every tech company starts with an app. I think the next avenue of growth is always data and analytics and AI and things like that. So yeah, I want to talk more about that, actually. I want to talk about um, data science's impacts on the tech industry as a whole. Is it is the term disruptive technology, where we're really thinking about how we're completely changing the entire access industry with how our products are all smart products and can really be used in new ways. So from the commercial side of things, I think about how putting in our hardware at their commercial facilities, we're able to give them insights into how their facilities are operating because they might have not been able to automate data collection the way they're able to with our products. Mm -hmm. And I think same thing for our residential end users. I turned away from the mic on that one, I'm sorry. (laughs) I think it's the same thing for our our residential, like homeowners, um, being able to understand when your family members are coming home, Um, or when you got a package delivered in your garage, all of those are going to give us just those, those new insights into what else we can offer them. I think that's actually really important to touch on because, you know, I've been focused this whole time on your value to like the business from an internal perspective, but the information that you guys are digging up and organizing is also valuable to our customers too. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the couple goes through a couple of internal stages, but it, the data science work that you're doing more often than not seems like it ends up in a customer's hand too. Yeah, and I think that goes back to what you were saying about how data science has impacted the tech industry as a whole is that companies with, with the amount of data that we're able to collect and explore about how customers use our apps um, and the different features we're really able to better understand what else we should be adding. So I was one of the alpha testers for the video keypad um, that recently launched. And I just think it's such a neat product because I've used it so often just to check on what time my husband picked up our kids from school and got them home when I'm at the office. And Mm -hmm. I see, okay, everything's okay. And they're on their way to practice. And just having that visibility and not having to constantly check in with them has been really nice. So Mm -hmm. just seeing how the impact of what our company has developed and it's a really fun aspect to be on the teams that are helping create those features or products, as well as being somebody who uses it and finds value in it at my own house. I, I, I like that response a lot. And it actually echoes what I was talking to Dan Phillips about regarding the video keypad specifically. At its core, it is a video intercom that is attached to your main entry uh, to your garage when you're not in a vehicle or you don't have your phone on you. Underneath that is just a really powerful endpoint to measure all of these things that you just talked about. And it's not like it's uh, an extra feature, but it's like, it just kind of shows the potential of what it's capable of. And I, I almost think it's funny because you show a consumer something like that like they may buy the video keypad because of its core function. And then you show somebody like, hey, do you want to know every time that your kids come home? 
They're like, yeah, definitely. I totally want to know about that. I, I think that's really cool um, to put that up against all the products that we're putting out and really show the, the it's like future proofing and just kind of showing the additional potential because as technology and the measuring of data becomes more sophisticated, there's even more things you can do with that. Yeah. I think one of the one of the really great things too is all of the partnerships you know that we've developed with a lot of companies as well. Um, you know, thinking about Amazon and Walmart in the delivery space, but um, but Tesla as as one example, kind of in the automotive space. And and my wife um, recently bought a Tesla, and okay. uh, I just wanted to get that in there. <laughs> so, so she recently bought a Tesla, and one of the the first things that my sons wanted to do when we got the car home uh, was to hook up uh, to, to set up MyQ. Really? And, um, and they were really excited by it. And, and I think having uh, kind of that, that personal reaction from my kids on something that, you know, that our company is doing in a partnership with, uh, you know, with an organ a company like Tesla mm -hmm. is, um, is pretty exciting. I want to talk a little bit about recent highlights or advancements within the realm of data science and, and, and advanced analytics that is really exciting you guys and that you're really looking forward to seeing where it takes you in your work. So on the data engineering side of things and data science side of things, we are, we are looking at many different things which are like, you know, buzzwords. It, it started in 2010 with big data and things like that. And now now it's about chat GPT and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, what, I'm, what I'm seeing uh, right now is that the advancement of you know data science to data product is pretty fast now you know previously it was like most most of the algorithms were being developed on a lab somewhere and it was not really integrated with the common man's life but but now chat gpt i think chat gpt was created i think in 2018 and now it has like millions of downloads already right so that acceleration has increased and my view there is that engineering is one of the important thing that has caused that acceleration to happen. So science is about hypothesis, you know, research, questioning and things like that. Engineering is about let's get this to the hands of the people, right? And I think the the marriage between both science and engineering is, is amazing right now because uh, AI feeds out of data and uh, and AI can be as good as the data that there is, right? So, mm -hmm. so you know, we need to reach out to more number of people to get that data and being able to, and, and that would improve our product as well, right? So this marriage between science and engineering is I think uh, a great thing and that's kind of accelerating, you know, things everywhere. One of the areas that I'm, I'm pretty excited about is that, you know, while we've been kind of in centralized teams like the advanced analytics team utilizing machine learning and and um, and some of those capabilities I think the potential for things like AI and ChatGPT Microsoft Copilot to have a a broader impact on organizations is pretty exciting and so the way I would look at that is that beyond or in addition to the way that we're bringing capabilities and, and customized uh, models to the organization, some of the applications like Power BI and others are increasingly going to have uh, some of those advanced AI types of capabilities embedded into them. And that the tools is, are getting smarter. Yeah, the tools yeah. are getting smarter. Um, and it's ultimately allowing people to do analysis faster, to get to insights faster. Mm -hmm. 
The broader impact that we can have with data analytics, utilizing some of those new technologies, whether they're things that um, that we have built centrally or that are coming through applications that the organization has with, with partners like Microsoft, with Copilot, um, is, uh, is very exciting in terms of our ability to make better informed decisions faster. Yeah, I guess just the way I think about it with being able to use some of these new technologies is that I think my you, you mentioned it is that it I think of it as letting us automate the automatable of whatever part of the process that we're doing and so as we get more technologies that speed up um, the the role from data to insights that just means that we can continue to solve bigger newer more complex questions and so it lets us just continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of doing with data and analytics forward rather than replacing what we're doing. Yeah, as I think about data and analytics, um, I think that it's, it's really about how do we help the organization get to insights faster? And that's really through more quickly identifying relationships and data, uh, whether that is helping to drive better decisions internally, um, better experience for our customers, um, or new products uh, with advanced capabilities uh, in, embedded into them. With a small amount of time I have left, I just wanted to ask uh, is there, if there's anything on the horizon within Chamberlain Group that you are, A, allowed to tell me about, and B, excited to tell me about. Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, in general, uh, I'm, I'm extremely excited about the continued growth in our services businesses. Um, ultimately, you know, the transformation is about building out you know, new services for our residential customers as well as our commercial customers on top of a very strong hardware foundation. And I think that we have some fantastic new capabilities that we can bring to our customers um, that add a lot of value to their lives. And so being able to be part of that, to have data and analytics as a part of that um, is, is super exciting. Yeah. Um few things that you know I'm, I'm really excited about is that whenever you go to a meeting where like you know there's a c-suit um, you know they always talk about the things that we are working on you know things like we need to have more real-time analytics things like my facility you know and and we are a core part core part of that uh, in that journey of us being a service business uh, by 2029 uh, I think that really excites uh, us uh, me and my team so yeah are you guys expanding actively for your team because of that goal? Yes, if you know anyone, Colin. What are you guys looking for? What are you looking for? Yeah, I mean our our team is um, is continuing to to grow, particularly in the you know the data engineering space, you know, in our, our data science space, uh, really across the across the team. Having all these new technologies doesn't replace any of these roles too, but it just it creates new or expanded roles. Is something I'm excited about is with the community of practice and with all the work that we're doing to level up our data fluency across the organization. We could just have a, a small to medium-sized data and analytics organization, but because of what we're doing with the community of practice and how the rest of Chamberlain Group is excited about using data and analytics to support their business decisions, we're actually scaling the impact of what we could do. And I'm just really excited about that because I think something that I've always enjoyed about what I do is helping others 
better understand how they can use data and argue with data to support whatever their goals are. Yeah, on top of being excited about it, I'm grateful for it. The fact that we have an organization that sees the value in advanced analytics is really, really important to what we're putting out. Having a really, really capable team is one thing, but having an organization willing to use it is a whole other thing. I think we're wrapped up. But uh, yeah, thank you guys all for sitting down with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Tune in next month to hear more stories of how all of us at Chamberlain Group are connected. This episode was written, recorded, and edited by me, Colin Uthi. Our producer is Megan McClendon. Our music was supplied by Envato Elements.